Good morning. Um, as Sheila has already said, today is Education Sunday. Um, my name is Holly and I'm a final year medical student at the University of Glasgow. Education Sunday is a day when churches across the country join to give thanks for all who are involved in education and to pray for them in the important work that they do. Um, as you've already heard, our service today will be led by some of the students. Um, and as you may not know all of us, um, as we stand to lead different elements of the service, we'll be introducing ourselves. Um, we hope that this doesn't sound too clumsy, but that it will give you a flavour of the diversity that exists among the students of this congregation. Hello, Church. I'm Mia, and I'm a microbiologist student at the University of Glasgow, and I'll be giving the call to worship this morning. It's taken from Psalm 19, verses 7 to 14. Let's hear the word of God. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are sure and altogether righteous. They are more precious than gold and, and much purer than gold. They are sweeter than honey and honey from the comb. By them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discreen his errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servants also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. There. My name's Katrina. I'm third year in Glasgow University. I'm studying classics. Um, if you don't know me by now, then you've also not been here for very long. And let us pray. All-knowing God, we thank you for teachers for their enthusiasm and hard work, and for all they invest in the children and young people that they teach. Help them as they transform their places of work and their relationships through the way they teach. Merciful God, we thank you for the many people who enable schools to run smoothly. The classroom assistants, janitors, people who work the lunch hall, and the office staff. Help them to know their value and to enjoy the work that they do. Counselor God, we thank you for all those in further and higher education, those who teach and those who learn. Thank you for the staff at Glasgow University, Strathclyde, Caledonian, North Glasgow College and other universities and colleges to which the students in our church are a part. Generous God, we thank you for all those in our church who nurture our faith and enable us to learn more about you. We thank you for Anita and the Sunday School staff who give up their time, and for Katrina. Help them to draw close to you as they study and prepare, and to be nourished themselves as they lead us. We also thank you for the people who run the creche, helping them to nourish the small children and babies, and help them to grow up knowing that God loves them. Fatherly God, we thank you for parents and grandparents uncles, aunts and other family members and friends who teach us important things every day. Help them to love without condition, 
to set boundaries with wisdom and to find support and encouragement along the way. Loving God, we thank you for Leo and Ailey, Bethany, Freya and Sarah, Carl and Aidan, Ollie, Charlotte, Fergus and Ruri, and Max. Help them to make the most of the opportunities that they have, to be diligent students, to play creatively, and to know that you delight in them as they seek to follow you. Lord God, we thank you for the education we have received from teachers and schools, from colleges, academies and universities, from parents and friends. Help us to support those who work in education, to appreciate the important job that they do in shaping the future of our world, and to remember them in our prayers. Amen. Hello, um, I'm Naomi, and I'm a second year student at the University of Glasgow studying chemistry, and I'm going to do the readings today. So the first reading is taken from Proverbs, chapter 2, verses 1 to 8. My child, if you accept my words and treasure up my commandments within you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, if you indeed cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures... Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his, mouth, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up the sound of wisdom. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield for those who walk blamelessly. The second re- reading is taken from Colossians chapter three, verses twelve to seventeen. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness and patience. Bear with one another and, if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you are called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Um, I'm sure if anyone would rather do some colouring in, um, they're welcome to join the kids on the stage. Um, In place of a sermon this morning, a few of us um, are going to be offering some short reflections um, about education, about um, our time in education, or um, Jen's training to be a teacher, so we're going to talk a wee bit about that. Now, I'm not looking for any sympathy, but my finals are in 10 days, so I apologise if my thoughts aren't particularly coherent. Five and a half years ago, on my first day at university, one of our lecturers quoted the, in my opinion, much underrated film, Sister Act 2, saying, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. He didn't sing. Now, setting aside the fact that if I couldn't remember tiny details of that first lecture, I may have much more space in my head for more important things, I hope that I've spent the past few years paying attention to the right things. 
I have a couple of examples to offer that I hope will be helpful in our thinking. So what is the university experience for? I would say the most important thing I've learned at university isn't something I expected to learn. I've started to learn to really pay attention to other people's experiences and to their stories, to value the emotional and spiritual aspects of their experiences, including their experience of illness, and not to merely focus on the physical, although obviously that's important. It's been a steep learning curve, and it's been hard for someone who, by my own admission, is extroverted, loud, and a compulsive fixer, to learn the most from sitting, listening, and not really doing anything at all. University has, for me, turned out to be much more about learning about how to exist in the world, and hopefully how to affect some positive change in it, than how to pass exams, although I hope I pass my exam. Secondly, as a member of the student Christian movement, um, I've been paying attention to the experiences of other students across the UK. We've been campaigning on issues of access to higher education, particularly against recent increases in tuition fees. Now, obviously, access to education is a huge issue of social justice globally. But even here in the UK, and through my own personal experience, I know that my time at university would have been difficult, if not impossible, with higher fees. And my experience here would have been much less rich without my friends who couldn't have afforded to come to university with higher fees. The Bishop of Oxford, John Pritchard, has said, Education Sunday should be a challenge to us all that we should not take our education for granted, nor see it as a personal commodity. It is about the whole person and our responsibility to others. This should lead us to work to a fairer world where everyone has access to education and to continue to tackle the root causes of poverty and inequality that lead millions of people across the world to be denied this basic human right. So the questions that I want to leave you with are how has your education shaped you? Not just your formal education, but all of those little educational experiences that have made up your life. And how have those experiences given you a greater understanding of yourself, of your relationship to others, and of God? And how will you respond to the challenge issued by John Pritchard about your responsibility towards others, and how will you work towards a fairer world where everyone has access to education? When first asked to talk on education, my mind instantly jumped to my summer two years ago, which I spent volunteering in Brazil for a company called Latin Link. We were basically running a Brazilian Brazilian SU camp for children in the surrounding neighbourhood, although being Brazilian it was slightly more manic. The camps were for children in the surrounding areas. They were very poor areas, there was lots of gang violence and prostitution. The schools across the area operate on a one day a week basis, and that's if the children decide to turn up. This only serves to make the issues worse because the children don't have distractions or incentives to stay off of the streets and aren't given much to aim for. However, despite this, the children were still so positive and enthusiastic about learning. Uh, not just about God, but learning in general. They, we were constantly being asked to teach them English, to like tell them what we believed in, to teach them about Scotland and where we came from. I had to teach them a Cayley dance in Portuguese, which isn't, was interesting. 
Um, jumped to the other side of the world. Last year I was working at a placement in a deprived area just outside of Glasgow, teaching primary six and sevens art. I turned up and was kind of expecting quite a naughty class of kids that weren't very interested. And what I got was children who had just done a project on children's rights and equality and as a result were fully clued up, more so than I am, on having fairness to each other and how to treat each other. I got told off for disrespecting a girl because she got a broken glue stick. That's how on the ball they were. They were so interested and so ambitious and what really encouraged me was how excited they were about moving on to their next stage in their life senior school because I can remember being that age and being absolutely terrified but they were so confident and so excited to embrace the new challenge. Both these experiences have helped me to see how a more childlike outlook on life can be important both in faith and in life in general. Entering new situations with an open and positive mind and keeping an enthusiasm for learning, not just in uni, but in my faith as well, are the two that have stuck with me the most. Good morning, my name's Jen. I'm studying to be a science teacher, so my reflection is looking at the influences that good teachers have had on us. I am reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice and I am persuaded now lives in you also. That's from 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. We each of us have a community of the heart made up of those people who are important to us. They are the people who, for better or for worse, have shaped us and continue to shape us into what we are becoming. Parents and grandparents figure largely among this, uh, but so too do teachers. We can all remember someone who influenced us deeply and for good, for as the old teacher training agency slogan put it, nobody forgets a good teacher. The Irish poet Michael O'Sale writes of the ongoing energy that the memory of an old teacher gives him. I probe the essence of this energy No blandishment or blind approval. His unblinking trust enticed me, fingered some awareness of worth. In his praise, all is possible. Although we readily acknowledge it to be true of others, especially of those teachers who have helped to shape us, we are so slower to believe that we can be the same kind of influencers in the heart of those we teach, either formally or informally. It is worth remembering that regardless of the subject that we teach, what will be remembered in the long term by our pupils is our character, our enthusiasm, our support, and our openness. It is through these gifts that we bring our living faith into the classroom. Good morning, everyone. My name is George. I can see most of you, but I can't really be any more visible I think Um, I'm a medical student I'm currently in kind of suspended animation between 4th and 5th year of medical school Um, and the reflection that I have to read to you today is by um, a a man I believe you would pronounce his name as Robert Fulgham, although it's spelled a bit oddly Um, and it's called All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten 
All I really need to know about how to live and what to do and how to be, I learned in kindergarten. Wisdom was not at the top of the medical school mountain, but there in the sandpit at school. These are the things that I learnt. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your own mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw and paint and sing and dance and play and work every day some. Take a nap every afternoon. When you go out in the world, watch out for traffic, hold hands and stick together. Be aware of wonder. Remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup. The roots go down and the plant goes up. And nobody really knows how or why, but we are all like that. Goldfish and hamsters and white mice and even the little seed in the styrofoam cup, they all die, so do we. And then remember storybooks and the first word you learnt, the biggest word of all, look. Everything you need to know is in there somewhere. The golden rule and love and basic sanitation, ecology and politics and equality and sane living. Take any one of these and extrapolate it into sophisticated adult terms and apply it to your family life or work or government or the world and it holds true and clear and firm. Think what a better world it would be if we all, the whole world, had cookies and milk at about three o'clock in the afternoon and then lay down with our blankets for a nap. Or if all governments had as a basic policy to always put things back where they found them and to clean up their own mess. And it is still true, no matter how old you are, when you go out into the world, it is best to hold hands and stick together. Let us pray. Let us ask God's help for teenage learners. When times get tough and they feel alone and that no one understands them, we ask that they know your presence in the classroom and in the home, steadying them and assuring them as they grow into the men and women they're becoming. Let us ask God's help for established teachers. We ask that when yet another policy comes in to shake up the system and the temptation is to roll roll one eyes, that you will be there helping them use their wealth of experience to get the best out of their students. We ask that they have the time and space in the holidays to return to you for re-energising and reminding of why they do this job. Let us ask God's help for those who set the education agenda. 
We ask that in this time of rising fee costs in the other parts of the UK, that Scotland will keep striving to make education accessible for all, especially for those who do not have the money, the connections or the family support to succeed without it. Let us ask God's help for ourselves as learners in both formal and informal situations. We ask for his spirit to sustain focus on our goals, to help maintain enthusiasm for our subject and the ability to get through the boring bits. Amen. Just have a a few things we need to do before our final blessing. Firstly, to thank our students for what, for me anyway, has been a very moving and powerful service. Thank you. I'm crying a minute. I don't do crying. Secondly, we have a student who's been with us who's sitting very quietly at the back, and this is his last Sunday before he returns home. So would you like to come and join me? And as the others have done, just say what your name is and what you've been studying whilst you've been in Glasgow. Not one of our most extrovert students, one of our more quiet students. So just like to tell everybody your name, because not everybody knows it. We're not great at that, and what you've been studying. um, I'm Terry Tanko. I'm from Nigeria, and I've been studying... um, I was doing my Master's in International Commercial Law, and I finished that last year. And now you're going home because you've got a job at home? Yes. And obviously, that's a really important thing to do in a country like Nigeria, which we hear the bad things on our news, so we really definitely want to pray for you as you go back to be a light in your nation. And it'll be great to be home, I'm sure, to see family and friends but we also want to pray God's blessing on you. So can we do that now? Lord, we thank you for your servant, Tui, who has come away from home to this strange place to study. We thank you that you have sustained him through all his studies, that he has come through and passed his exams, and now that he can return home. Lord, we pray that as he starts his new job, you will give him the confidence and the courage and the strength he needs each day that he will know your love surrounding him and within him. And he will know that he is always safe in our hearts too. We pray your safety for him as he travels home and your peace for the future. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. Thank you. And last but not least, before the blessing, it would be wonderful if we could see what the children have been working on. They've worked away very quietly, very diligently up there. Wow, look at that. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Wonderful poster all about learning. So we can put that up on the wall for everybody to enjoy for several weeks to come. Thank you very much. As we come to the end of the service, let us ask a blessing over each other in the words of the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.